We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It's Monday, it's June 5th, and Notre Dame just wrapped up their first big recruiting official visit recruiting weekend of the 2000, for the 2024 class. Notre Dame had several visitors on campus today. We're going to talk about that. We're going to do a mailbag today as well. I see somebody asking the in the chat. I don't know how many questions we'll get to since it's a show, solo show today, but I know you all have a lot of questions. Easiest way to get a question seen since I'm going to be trying to do the show and work in the chat and starting questions, so it'll be a little harder to do. Obviously, put the MB on there, which helps things stand out a little bit, but also if you get a super chat, it automatically gets started, so I'll be able to see those as well. So we'll try to get to as many as many of those as we possibly can during today's show. But we're going to talk about the weekend visitors for Notre Dame, the players that were on campus this weekend, how things went for Notre Dame. And then we'll dive into um, a little bit of a small preview for this upcoming weekend's visitors as well. It's going to be a bigger list, but also, but a, but in, in a very important list as well. So let's just dive right into it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. So Notre Dame had their first official visit weekend of the year of the, I should say of the cycle this past weekend was not a very big list of players. And I think that was intentional and dive a little bit into why I think they did what they did this weekend with specific players on campus. Number one, I think when you look at the offensive linemen at four offensive linemen on campus this weekend, two commits, Peter Jones and Anthony Knapp. And then they had two uncommitted players on campus this weekend on the offensive line. That would be Gearby Lambert and Styles Prescott, who are the two top players on the board for Notre Dame. Uh, when it comes to the offensive line, I think that's sort of the you know the, the dream finish for Notre Dame when it's clearly to be get Styles Prescott and, and Gearby Lambert. I think they had those two kids on campus for a reason. Number one, uh, it's important. Offensive linemen, we've talked about this in the show before. Offensive line is a different animal for recruiting. And there's relationships are important for all for almost all players or all positions and some individual players. It's not as important, but offensive line, it tends to be a very, very important piece for almost all the players. So first and foremost, getting Styles Prescott and Gearby Lambert on campus the same weekend as Peter Jones and Anthony Knapp was important for Notre Dame. I think that was certainly a success. I think getting them on campus the weekend of the Irish invasion and the lineman camp was important as well, because you get a chance to see, Uh, Joe Rudolph in action, which I think is a very important piece of this as well. And we've talked a lot about Joe Rudolph's recruiting and um, kind of what he needs to do to sort of silence some of the criticisms and and it's landing these two players. And, you know, he's started this process out a little bit behind the eight ball because he was new to Notre Dame. He hasn't had the long period of time to develop these relationships with the young men at Notre Dame, like other coaches have at their, you know, at the schools that they're at. And so this weekend was going to be important. We talked about it last weekend. There was even some questions about when Gearby was even going to come. You know, he had said he was going to come the third weekend. Notre Dame wanted him to come the first weekend, ends up coming the first weekend. And so they had those two players on campus. So it was important that there was a strategy behind wanting him to be on campus this weekend that had really nothing to do with wanting to be first. Uh, or I shouldn't say nothing. It didn't have as much to do with being first as it did with just getting on campus the same weekend as the other offensive linemen, getting on campus the weekend of the lineman camp. So you could see Joe Rudolph uh, in action because that that's a really really important important aspect of this. They also had uh, safety Paul Menke on campus this weekend for an official. Anthony Robinson is uh, Paul Menke's from Texas. Anthony Robinson is from Louisiana. He was on campus this weekend, and then of course you had uh, Gearby, you had uh, Kedron Young, running back Kedron Young, who you all know I'm extremely high on in the 2024 class. I think that was part of timing as well, because when you when you look at Notre Dame's running back board, they, we've talked about this for a while. They won a second running back in this class. That's not a surprise to anybody. And they Gearby Lambert's the or excuse me, I keep saying Gearby Lambert. My apologies. Kedron Young is the guy that they viewed as the top target on the board at running back. And so I think when you when you looked at how the board was developing, Notre Dame liked Anthony Carey a lot. I don't know if the interest was was quite as reciprocated, and so it really came down to Kedron Young and Xavier Robinson. Well, you've got Xavier Robinson coming in on campus on Wednesday. 
again, I think it's intentional. I think the intention being, I believe this to be the case, the intention being bring your top target in on Monday because you know your second target is a guy that you feel pretty good about landing. And so I think that was a wise strategy by Notre Dame to bring your top target in and, and get a gauge on where you stand with him and see if you can can maybe help solidify things. So I think there was strategy involved in that as well. And then the reason why this first weekend was so small is partly also because of the fact that um, the fact that you had the camps. You, you, you could bring players in for the weekend of the camps, but you had to be careful that you didn't bring in too many players for the weekend of the camp. And so the Irish invasion camp and then the lineman camp. And so I think that was why strategy by Notre Dame. So there was certainly some strategy um, or not say strategy. There was certain, certainly some thought behind who they brought in and when they brought certain players in. So let's dive into how it went. And let's start with the offensive lineman. I'm going to start with styles Prescott. Cause he's a guy that um, his, his recruitment has been, has been interesting to follow Notre Dame. Harry, he offered him back in January. This was, I think, the first batch of on-the-road visits that Notre Dame had that were focused on the 2024 class. And Coach Eastan went down and to his high school and had a chance to do some digging into him. And they just they watched the film, studied styles, and and Coach Eastan liked him and offered him a scholarship. And from that moment on, Notre Dame was considered the leader for his recruitment. I mean, they were the they were the team to beat, really, from the beginning until until now, the team to beat. Came in town for the Blue Gold game as well. Things went extremely well. We had some rumblings and some sources that have said he was very close to committing that weekend. We actually all thought that he was going to commit that weekend. He decided not to, wanted to let the process out. And Style strikes me as a kid who's very thoughtful and, and wants to make sure that he's making the right decision and not rush into a decision. That certainly factored into uh, you know his decision to not make any any commitment after the Blue Gold game and not kind of get caught up in the emotion and the moment of that. So, but Notre Dame has just continued. And this is one Joe Rudolph has done a really nice job on as the transition from Harry. He to him. He did a really nice job of building the relationship, staying on the relationship, not putting pressure on styles. Uh, just still, Hey, look, we want you. Here's the deal. Chad Bowden's been involved with this and Jared Parker's been involved with this one. So it's really been a group effort, but you know, getting him on campus this weekend was important because I think you needed to capitalize on the momentum that you had in this recruitment. Talking to different people, uh, different sources about how it went this weekend, I don't know that it could have gone really any better for Notre Dame when it comes to Styles Prescott. I, I think the aspect of it that really was impactful, look, he's talked to the coaches a lot. He's been on campus plenty of times. I think the key things for for Styles, and, and I'm going to say similar things when I get to Gary Lambert, was – getting around the other two committed linemen and getting around the current linemen on the team. That was vitally important in this visit. And the reason, you know, cause again, in you know, a lot of the one day visits like the blue gold game, for example, you're not spending a lot of time really getting to know the lineman. You may be around them for different things, but you're not spending a lot of time just really um, asking tough questions. Cause you know, for the blue gold game, for example, they've got, they've got a game to prepare for. You're only there one day. And so you you look at um, the importance of an official visit as you get three days. I mean, you get in Friday, you leave Sunday, you've got three, basically three days, two full days, but parts of three days to really have them do a lot of different things. And that was incredibly impactful for Styles Prescott and, and being able to get around the linemen, get to know the players he's going to play with. Because as, as I've said today and I've said in the past, and, and I think everybody knows this, 
for linemen especially, the relationships with the players you're going to be playing beside is vitally important. And and I think that uh, Notre Dame getting a chance to have Styles on campus this weekend at the lineman camp with the other commits, with Gearby Lambert, was very important. So how did Notre Dame do? And they crushed it. I mean, they did a tremendous job in this recruitment. I just – I don't see this one – lasting a whole lot longer and i don't see a situation where anyone's going to be able to overcome notre dame i don't know you know i don't i don't know that if i if i could go back and say hey what could you have done better or worse in this recruit or better in this recruitment i I don't know if there's a lot notre dame could have done now it's just sit back and wait for him to make his final decision which i think is going to happen sooner rather than later with styles prescott so i think notre dame has put themselves in a great position with styles prescott the other lineman they had on campus this weekend was Gearby Lambert, and this was a big one because I think coming into the weekend, we all felt with Styles Prescott, it was a matter of uh, when, not if, he would commit to Notre Dame, and I, that's still true. When it comes to Gearby Lambert, his his recruitment has been much more of a steady roller coaster, where or, or much more of a roller coaster, whereas Gearby's been pretty, or excuse me, Styles has been pretty steady. Offered him in March, January, and just continued to build that relationship. Other schools got involved but nobody could ever catch Notre Dame in Styles recruitment. So it was a pretty steady recruitment. With Gearby, it was really up and down. You know, when Harry Heastan offers them, you know, he, he obviously he know, he's very familiar with Harry Heastan's reputation. Uh, Coach did a really good job early on of putting Notre Dame in position to where they were the leader very early on. That was very clear that they were the leader. I think when Coach Heastan left, it kind of shook things up a little bit for Gearby. And you've got a new offensive line coach coming in. You don't really have a relationship with him. Uh, you don't, you're don't. you not in a situation where you, you have the connection. There's not the pass where you recruited him somewhere else. Now you're at Notre Dame. You had to start over from scratch. And I think during that time, Ohio State was able to really make a move with him. Michigan was able to make a move with him. Penn State was able to make a move with him. And it got to the point where the last month, all of my sources uh, around this recruitment were like, ah, I don't feel great about it. We got a lot of work to do. And, and you know, obviously you're in the game, but you don't feel good about it. And they just kept plugging away and plugging away. And they were able to finally convince Gearby to get on campus. And a lot of things I said about styles are very true of Gearby. But they were even more impactful getting around the current offensive linemen, getting around uh, the, the current commits. But more important, I mean, really important part of this trip was getting some FaceTime, some some one-on-one time, some quality time with Joe Rudolph. Ultimately, that was going to be the thing that that is going to is going to allow Notre Dame to win this recruitment or not is going to be the relationship with Joe Rudolph. And I think when you look at the job that they did this weekend, folks, I I really don't know if I could I mean, uh, other than just him coming out saying, "Hey, I'm I'm committed." I I don't see how this weekend could have gone any better for Notre Dame. I think a lot of the question marks that Gearby had coming into the visit were answered. I think the connections that he was able to build this weekend are strong. And this is a kid who loved the Notre Dame at one point in time, but I don't believe has ever been to campus. And so getting a chance to be on campus, seeing firsthand all the things he's heard about Notre Dame from the coaches, from his teammate, Bubakar Traore, from some people that he's played against during his career. Um, you know, I, I think it's 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 an important it was an important opportunity to really build that connection. And I think that the Joe Rudolph was able to answer a lot of those questions, alleviate maybe some concerns that might've been there. I don't know if they were even 
outward concerns. Like he could say, Hey, this is what I'm concerned, but just concerns in regard to just, Hey, what's the relationship like? I know what the relationship like uh, is, is like with some of the other people and, and all these different aspects of it. But with Notre Dame, what's the relationship like? And Notre Dame absolutely did a phenomenal job with Gearby Lambert. So uh, to the point where right now he's still going to take his visits. I believe he has an Ohio state and a Boston college and I believe a Michigan visit. It could be, let me check that here real quick. We're talking, it's either Michigan or Penn state uh, visit also coming up, but I don't, if it's Penn state, I don't know that that visit's going to happen now because Penn state just took, I believe their fifth offensive lineman this weekend. So yeah, he had a visit scheduled for Penn state the weekend of June 23rd. I won't be shocked if Gearby decides to maybe go to Michigan that weekend instead, potentially, although Michigan also is another team that's filling up a little bit. So he's going to go to Ohio State this weekend. And honestly, Boston College is not a school I'm worried about. Penn State is not a school I'm worried about. Michigan's not a school that I'm, I'm as worried about. But it's Ohio State, and he goes to Ohio State this upcoming weekend. And I think that's going to be big for Notre Dame. So they've put themselves in great position, folks, to the point where I would say my my – read of the situation and, and some of the things that I've heard from from different sources is that I believe um, that Notre Dame is now the leader for Gearby Lambert. So they completely did a 180 in this recruitment. Now here's the key moving forward because he did not he's he is going to take his visits. So you all know what that means. He's not committed to Notre Dame if he's taking visits. And so you've got you've put yourself in pole position. Now the key is coming out of the visit what are you able to do to solidify the relationship? You know, you're, you're, you can't just not talk to him for the next week heading into the Ohio State visit. You've got to have some communication in the next week. You've got to have communication coming out of that visit. You've got to make sure that you do not lose any of the momentum that you were able to get this weekend. Because I think Notre Dame did a, as good of a job as you could possibly imagine with Gearby Lambert this weekend. And so I feel really good about where things stand with him. Let's move over to the defense, and we'll, we'll finish with uh, with Keedron Young at the end before we get into the preview of, of the upcoming visits for the week and, and a couple of visits that are happening now. Uh, Paul Menke's visit, the kid from uh, Cibola, Texas, goes to Samuel Clemens, same high school as Colin Hill, for those of you who remember. He had four visits set up for the month. He's got a visit to Notre Dame this weekend. He's also got Duke, Stanford, and Washington coming up. Notre Dame has it's, it's just been an interesting recruitment, so – Paul visited Notre Dame, I believe, in April, and this was a couple weeks after he got his visit, uh, an offer from Notre Dame. Uh, visited, liked it, things went really well, but it was still early in the relationship, so you, you know you, both sides kind of had a lot to had to learn about each other, and I think they've done that. From all accounts, from what I've heard, the visit went extremely well. I think that he likes Notre Dame a lot. I think that um, he fits the defense well. I, I think. The problem, however, is, is that he is going to take all of his visits. He's going to take his next three visits. And I know that Notre Dame likes Paul Menke, but they like other players too. And he's not a guy that that is a take-no-matter-what guy. He's not a guy that you tell other guys that you like. You're not going to tell, obviously, Bronte Johnson. You're not going to tell Oliver Miles. You're not going to tell Malcolm Ziegler, who are visiting over the next couple weeks, no to wait on Paul Menke. So, it's an interesting situation where I think he likes Notre Dame a lot. I think Notre Dame is the school that he likes the most. I just feel like by the time he gets to the to decision-making mode, Notre Dame could be full because there's a lot of movement when it comes to safety recruiting for Notre Dame. And so 
that's a recruitment that is going to be very interesting to watch. But I feel like Notre Dame has done a very good job in that recruitment. And as long as they don't fill up before he's ready to commit, I think that I think that Paul Menke likes Notre Dame quite a bit. Last recruitment we're going to talk about from uh, the guys that have completed their visits is Kedron Young from Lufkin, Texas. I think you all know by now. If you don't know my, if you're new to the channel and you're not sure my my feelings on this young man, this is a kid that I've been very high on for some time. I believe Notre Dame offered him. Actually, let me let me look up his. Let me look up his uh, what I have on him here real quick. I believe that Notre Dame offered him back in, I believe, January. Um, I just want to look up the specifics of him because I don't want to give you all bad information. I believe Notre Dame offered him in January because he's been on the board for a while. So he um, got offered by Notre Dame, yes, January 31st, and immediately – Notre Dame became a, a top contender for him. If you if you don't if you're not familiar with Kedron, his mom is an educator. She's a teacher. I believe I just saw her post something recently uh, about him, her being a teacher of the year at her high school. Uh, comes from a, the kind of family you expect to like Notre Dame. You know, a family that obviously football is important, but there's other things to consider. Uh, very polite young man. I've been able to engage with Kedron a little bit. I like this kid as a young man. I think he's a really good fit for what Notre Dame does, but. More important, I mean, well, I should say more importantly, but more specific to the topic at hand, he's a heck of a football player. If you haven't seen him yet, 5'11, 210, maybe 215, really nice feet, athletic player, really good vision, second level anticipation, uh, really hits holes. He's decisive as a runner and he's got speed. Somebody in the chat said that he's a faster Audric Estime. I, I can't disagree with that. I, I really don't. He's not as big, big as Audric is or was, but he's similar. Audric's a little taller. Uh, this kid is a, is, a, is a really dynamic player and a great complement to where you're looking for in this, bat, in this running back class. So he's a guy that coming into the visit was your top back, the guy that the staff wanted to combine with Aeneas Williams. Uh, in this class to give them a really, really potentially impactful one too. But he'd never been to campus before. So anytime a kid has never been to campus, there's always that some kids are going to love it and some kids are just, uh, you know, it's not for me, especially kids that are coming from out of state. So talking to different people, uh, Kedron absolutely loved his visit. Notre Dame did a phenomenal job here. Now, Dylan McCullough has, has, has really been putting a lot of work for months on this relationship. And, and really trying to overcome it. Because I do think Kedron liked Notre Dame from the moment they offered him, but I don't know that they were necessarily like a school that immediately jumped to the top of the board. When you when you look at, at, at Kedron's list of schools he's visited and, and plans to visit, he's, he has officials set up to Texas A&M. He has an official set up to, oh, to TCU. He's been to UTSA. I mean, he's he's a kid that has, has, I believe, from talking to him, I think Baylor was another school he was going to visit. He was going to visit Texas Tech as well. So uh, one of these is not like the other for the schools that he's looking at visiting, right? Notre Dame is not like all the other schools. All the other schools are Texas schools. So they needed to really build up that connection and really build up that relationship. And Dylan McCullough did a great job with that. As, as he's done from the moment he arrived in Notre Dame, he has done a tremendous job of selling Notre Dame and selling the vision for what this young man can do in the offense. And so I think Notre Dame did a tremendous job of, of getting him comfortable. I believe I'm not a hundred percent certain on this, but I believe Aeneas Williams is also on campus this weekend. 
That was my understanding, and, and I don't know if he definitely showed up, but I know that he was supposed to be here this weekend. I'm actually going to look uh, look that up real quick and make sure that that see if if I can find if he did officially come this weekend or not. But he was supposed to come this weekend, and if he did, it would make a lot of sense because you really want to get those, make sure that those kids are on the same page. Because yes, you want to get Kedron Young, but you also want to get Kedron Young and, and keep Aeneas Williams in, in the in the class as well. And I know Notre Dame is very high on both of those players, so I think. Uh, getting those two on campus together, if they were able to pull that off and, and actually get Aeneas on campus this weekend is, is going to be important. So I think Notre Dame, I, b- I think, I mean, Notre Dame did a tremendous job here. They did an excellent job of getting getting him, selling everything is important to him, his mother. And I would argue that coming out of this visit, Notre Dame is the clear leader for Kedron Young. I, th- I think I think they put themselves in a position that nobody's going to be able to catch them at this point in time. We'll see, you know, things happen. Things always change on the fly, but, but I think the Notre Dame put themselves in a great position with Keijan Young. So I feel great, great about where things stand with Keijan Young right now coming out of the visit as well. Those are the official visitors that are on campus already uh, have finished. I should say have their visits are, are, are now home but I, there's also a young man that showed up yesterday as the other visitors were on campus, and that is Bronte Johnson. Now, his visit is, I believe, until tomorrow. He started yesterday. I believe he's going to stay until Tuesday. It's a normal length of a visit. Notre Dame, this is another one where so far so good for Notre Dame. I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about it because his visit's not over yet, and you always want to wait till it's completed. But I think this is we know where this one's headed. You know, Bronte is a kid who I have a great amount of respect for. We all know he's a very good player, tall, long, fast, athletic, instinctive, plays receiver, plays safety. He's very good at both. Safety is where Notre Dame is recruiting him. They offered him last summer after the Irish Invasion. Very talented player. Had a great Irish Invasion workout last year. I was able to actually be at that one, and I thought he did an excellent job. Liked Notre Dame a ton. He was here for the January – it was the January, March, the junior day. I think it was in, like, late January, junior day. And obviously Notre Dame was the school to beat. There were some things that came up academically that made it look like it wasn't going to happen with Bronte. And there was work he needed to do to be considered a a guy that Notre Dame could go after. And from all accounts, he did that work. And so he went from kind of a guy that you liked, but you didn't think you were going to be able to get to now a guy that that is much more of a player to be at Notre Dame. And, And so I love the fact that the kid put in the work. I, he kind of just shot up my list of favorite kids when you do that. Cause there's a lot of good schools recruiting Bronte and he could easily just say, forget Notre Dame. I'm gonna go somewhere else, but he didn't, he's done the work. So this, this visit's going to be important towards trying to wrap things up. And that's what Notre Dame's trying to do, right? That's what they're trying to do with styles. That's what they're trying to do with Kedron Young. That's what they're trying to do with Gearby Lambert. That's what they're trying to do with Bronte Johnson. They're trying to wrap these recruitments up and we'll know for sure later once the visit is complete. But I think, Coming into this visit, Notre Dame was in a great position, and so far they've done everything that they need to do to to really answer some of his questions and and then for them to get some of their questions answered about where things stand with Bronte and and the work he is has done and continue is will be willing to continue to do. Just a reminder, we will be doing a mailbag at the end. So if you all have any questions, feel free to go ahead and get those in there now. We have a few of them um, started already, so we'll get ready to rock and roll with those. So Bronte's on campus now. Davis Andrews is also supposed to be on campus this week. Now he is, um, he tweeted out today. 
that I, I have to, I'm going to look at the tweet again, but I got the impression he was already on campus. Yeah, he's flying to Notre Dame today. So I don't know if his official visit is going to start today or tomorrow, but it was scheduled to go from uh, tomorrow to Thursday. Sometimes kids fly in the night before, but he's uh, obviously been to UCLA recently. They're a major player for him. Utah BYU is a major player for him. And Notre Dame continues to put themselves in a great position. I think it's going to be a battle for him. This this visit is going to go a long way towards shoring things up. But here's where it gets interesting. There's always been a potential for him to take a Mormon mission for two years before he comes to college or go to college for a year and then take a two-year Mormon mission, which we saw with Kahano Kia recently. I believe right now, and, and again, we'll have more clarity on this by the time his visit is over. But I believe the plan as of right now is that he is going to be someone who takes the Mormon mission before he starts college. That means if that, in fact, happens, that would almost make him a 2026 recruit. So I'm I'm not sure how that's going to go in that regard. But I do think Notre Dame wants him. And my understanding is that Notre Dame has told him, we'll take you however it works. If you want to come here for a year, then go on a mission, cool. If you want to go on a mission afterwards, cool. If you want to go on a two-year mission, then go to college, cool. The moral of the story is Notre Dame wants this kid, and they want him to be a part of the class, and they're going to put in the work to do so. So I, I think with him finally getting some clarity on the mission aspect of it and Notre Dame getting some clarity on that. I think they're going to try to, to let him know this week that, Hey, it doesn't matter what you do. We, we love it. So this is going to be, we love you as a player. We want you to be a part of what we're doing here, whenever that might be. That's going to be the message they hammer home to him. Obviously Notre Dame has their desire on when they'd like him to be there. I believe they, you know, I think that they usually prefer kids to show up and play your four years and then you can do what you need to do. But, they're going to be supportive of whatever he decides to do. That's how much they love him. We've told y'all for months, this is a kid that Notre Dame staff absolutely loves. They absolutely love this kid and want him to be a part of the program. We'll just have to find out when it's going to be. So visit for the next couple of days should be pretty impactful uh, for Davis Andrews in regards to in regard to Notre Dame getting clarity on where he stands and then on um, him getting some clarity on where Notre Dame stands with him and what they are or are not willing to do. Uh, with regard to his faith and the things he's willing to do. Now, the, the good thing for Notre Dame is they've had plenty of Mormon kids on their roster before. Obviously, going back to, I mean, uh, since I've been really following recruiting, obviously Ryan Harris uh, is a Muslim, right? And then you've got Manti was a Mormon. You've had, I think Kona Schwenke was a Mormon. Uh, obviously, Chris Badger's a kid that uh, went on a Mormon mission and came back and played at Notre Dame. I'm not sure if Maris Lufau is or not. I'd have to check into that one. But they've had plenty of kids like that that were, were you know, Mormon Kahanukia, who came to Notre Dame, played in 2021, and then went on a two-year mission is another example. So Notre Dame has some experience with this, including during Marcus Freeman's tenure as the defensive coordinator. So I, I, they know how to handle it, and they know how to deliver that message, and I think that's going to be delivered in the next couple of days. Let's get into uh, some other news. Obviously, Xavier Robinson, the running back from Oklahoma, was slated to visit on Wednesday to actually for Tuesday to Thursday. He put a tweet out the other day talking about Iowa State or or Notre Dame. And he was a guy that really liked Notre Dame a lot, really liked Notre Dame a lot. Well, that visit has been canceled. 
I'll just let you all do the reading between the lines, all the reading, reading between the lines that you all want to do. That visit was canceled and he didn't cancel it. So we'll just leave it there and go from there and, and move on on that one. So uh, he will not be making his visit this week. Let's do a quick preview. Well, actually, so anyway, let's wrap this up first before we move on to next weekend. So I, I, I kind of, I, 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 I kind of look at this weekend and there's always some mixed emotions about it from some people. They didn't have enough kids on campus. Why not more kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then there's the other side of why are you bringing kids on when you have a camp going on? And there's, here's what I think that I think Notre Dame did this weekend. I think it was a very smart strategy. I think they brought, I didn't think they brought, I keep saying that. I think I apologize. They brought a small number of kids on so they could, have them here during the camp so that the official visitors aren't getting neglected because there's so many, but you're also able to have enough time to spend with the campers. And and there's some very talented players on campus this weekend. You had two offensive linemen that were at the lineman camp on Saturday, got offered uh, uh, Maddie Augustine. And I've got to remember the, 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 the young man, I think it's Will Black. I think it's his first name. I, I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank on that. He's both Connecticut kids. I think Notre Dame, uh, Matty Augustine's an interesting kid. He was actually originally a twenty. He was actually originally a basketball player, and the bat, the football coach. It reminds me a lot of Jason Onye's situation. The the bas- football coach saw him in a hallway and basically convinced him to come play football. He then reclassified to twenty twenty five, and he camped at Notre Dame this week and really impressed the coaches and walked out with an offer. So I think Notre Dame. That's a guy that a, a name you need to know from the 2025 class that uh, that was on campus this weekend. There was another young man, Derek Meadows, who was on campus this weekend that Notre Dame offered a scholarship to. He's a 6'5", 6'6", kid from Bishop Gorman. Ran a really fast time. I mean, he really impressed the coaches with his speed and with his athleticism. They were really high on, on what this young man did. He reminds me a lot of – so. There's a lot of Corey Robinson in his game, but the guy that I think he reminds me even more of, and, and, and I use Corey Robinson just for some of the younger folks, but a guy that he reminds me even more of, and this is some of the folks that are kind of my age. You guys remember Ronnie Rodimer? He reminds me a lot of Ronnie Rodimer, but faster. Ronnie Rodimer, for those who don't know, is a kid from West Virginia that I loved coming out of high school. He's like 6'4", 6'5". He's like a long galloper, really talented player. Just had a ton of injuries at Notre Dame, could never be healthy. I think he had some injuries in high school as well, but very talented player. So I, uh, you know, I, I I see comparisons to him, and I'm going to love that. Now he's super raw, super raw, but he really impressed the Notre Dame coaches with his size and athleticism. That's a name to know. There's a lot of kids that impressed uh, the staff this weekend. Daniel Anderson is a kid from Arkansas, really talented running back that uh, that got an offer this weekend. He, I, I got to do some digging on him. I don't know a lot about him. I don't know that he was a guy that the staff – I don't believe he was a guy the staff anticipated offering this weekend. He just was that good at Irish Invasion. Uh, they also offered a safety from Florida, kid from West Orange, Ivan Taylor, which I believe West Orange is where Dexter Williams is from. And then they those are all 25 guys. There's a 26 recruit that I really want to keep an eye on that I like a lot, kid named Blaine Bradford from Baton Rouge Catholic uh, down in Louisiana. He's a 26 kid that they offered this weekend. So another really talented player that uh, Notre Dame offered from this weekend. So it was an impressive showing from those guys, according to my sources. And I think th- those are guys that ha- that impressed this weekend, guys to keep an eye on. But the staff was able to really balance 
the workouts and the camps and spending time with those players with the official visitors. And I just don't, uh, I don't think that, I don't know how, if the visit could have gone a whole lot better this weekend, to be honest with you. Now, the key, however, is not losing momentum from a weekend like this with those players. I don't think momentum necessarily carries over from a weekend to the next weekend with recruits. That's It's all an individual thing. It all depends on the players that you do. Obviously, you can do well, but it's, it's not like this presence that continues into next weekend. The momentum I'm referring to is more so with these players that visited. Yes, you did a great job with Gearby Lambert, but how you do from here until whenever he goes in decision-making mode is going to be every bit as important. So you did a great job putting yourself in position to, I believe, be his leader. Now it's about closing over the next few weeks. So big opportunity for Joe Rudolph, big opportunity for Joe Rudolph. And, and then obviously sealing the deal with the kids that that also that you feel you're very close, very close with. Uh, you know, guys like Styles Prescott and Kedron Young. So a lot of momentum. I think that's going to be key for the staff coming out of it. And then, of course, if you're able to get some of these guys, it starts answering some questions about who you may or may not be bringing in down the road. So great job. Great job by the Notre Dame staff this weekend.